Let me get comfortable. They're not that big. It shouldn't take that much adjusting. It shouldn't. Like, please at least point it towards your face and then Which. tighten it so it doesn't. I can't tighten it. I've tried. Remember, it's got. Oh, right. You broke it. I didn't break it. It came broken. No, it didn't. I set it up. It was not broken it when I gave broken. it. Hello and welcome. (laughs) 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 Ladies of Strange, I'm Ashley. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Rebecca. Thank you for joining us each week as we discuss the history, mystery, and theory of all things questionable, odd, and eerie. Hi, friends. Hey, Hi. What's up? Welcome to Listener Appreciation Month. Oh, my God. Woo. Woo. <laughs> I love listeners. And I, I love too. appreciation. We know. In that order? I love a listener <laughs> appreciation. <laughs> there it is. So, yeah, so this is our Listener Appreciation Month. We had a couple people that we still owed topic choices, so we are each covering one of the topic choices this much. (laughs) This month. We're doing a great job. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, we are doing listener stories for bonus this month, so if you haven't submitted your personal questionable or eerie story that you would like us to share, send it to us at theladiesofstrange at gmail.com, and we will share it for our bonus episode. Woot. Uh, try to have them to us soon. 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 Just please. soon. By the date. <laughs> Let's put time. it this way. The sooner you get them to us, the more likely it is that we will read it. Indeed. Uh, and if we don't get to it this time, we may do this again. So Depends on how many we get. Indeed. Flood us with stories. And we will give all the paranormal ones to Tiffany. Huzzah. That alone should encourage you to send things. Do we want to give them to her? Or do we want to just read them to her and get her yes. uncomfortable noises? I'm uncomfortable with all of that, but I'll do it because I love listener appreciation. (laughs) I love listeners and appreciation. (laughs) There it is. So I am going first and I am sharing a topic from our dear friend, Jenny. Jenny. We love you. And she suggested coming of age stories or rituals. Oh, no. Not stories. Coming of age rituals. Oh, this could be interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, May I side note and say that she once offhandedly mentioned kinks. So this is like a twofer for her this past couple weeks. That's true. She's getting all her jollies. You're welcome. Love you. So coming of age is a young person's transition from being a child to an adult. It continues through adolescence. The specific age at which this transition takes place varies between societies, as does the nature of the change. It can be a simple legal convention or it can be part of a ritual or spiritual event. So like a bar mitzvah? Table that for just like two seconds. One, (laughs) two. (laughs) So here in America, we don't really have a coming of age ritual. We just kind of celebrate sweet 16s and 21st birthdays. I mean, I was homeschooled, so like I doubly don't know what the ritual is, if there is one. I mean... I got my American Girl book on Stapled. (laughs) (laughs) And if you guys are my age, you know what that means. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh. Um... (laughs) So if anyone's not familiar, which I'm sure that you are because, you know, TV exists... Basically, sweet 16s are like your first big 
you're party. almost an adult. It's like your first like I am growing up and becoming this young adult kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But for anyone who lives in the states, uh, generally sweet sixteen or doesn't live in the states. Sweet 16s are nothing like you saw on the MTV TV show. No, <laughs> real no. life. We, we do not cry because we got a BMW instead of an Audi. My no. Sweet 16 was a pool party and it was amazing. And we had a funfetti cake. Yeah. I'm pretty sure mine was a cookout on our back deck. Yeah. yeah. My Sweet 16 was just like probably just another failed attempt at having a luau like I wanted my entire life. <laughs> well, we're adults now. We can make that happen. That was also your 18th birthday. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> But I got Green Day tickets, so it was okay. And then, of course, 21st birthday blowouts where people just go out and get, like, blackout shit face drunk and regret it for a week. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Or years. Whatever. It's Whatever. Fine. So, yeah, that's the great country of America and how we celebrate our young people becoming adults. Woo-woo. Woo-woo. Next, we're going to cover Judaism. Bar mitzvahs! <laughs> So in the Jewish faith, boys reach religious maturity at the age of 13 and become a bar mitzvah, which means son of the commandment. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was just like the name of the party was bar mitzvah. See, this is why we cover these things. And um, it, so it loosely translates to either son of the commandment or subject to commandments. I saw both. I'm sorry if that's incorrect. Also, bringing it back. So some of these are what we would consider a little quote-unquote intense. So if we make comments or like have our interjections, please know that it does not mean disrespectfully. It is just us being uh, Americans who aren't used to these sort of things. We're uncultured swine. That's the word I was looking for. Also, humor is our coping mechanism. Indeed. I have to make an inappropriate (laughs) joke about it to understand it. Exactly. So just if any of these like strike a chord with you personally and we make comments that could be like off-putting or offensive just know that it's not meant that way back to bob mitzvahs girls mature 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 a year earlier and become bot mitzvah which means daughter of the commandments at age 12 cool um the new men and women are looked upon as adults and are expected to uphold the jewish commandments and laws also in religious court which i think has since been changed but they can marry Now that they have the new title as an adult. So I believe that that has now changed. Okay. But in the religious court, that is when they are considered adult and can move on and marry. So at the end of their ba or bat mitzvah, the boy or girl is showered with candies, which act as, quote, sweet blessings. And then, of course, there's usually the bar or bat mitzvah party. I like the, uh, like, I've never been to one, but I've seen in movies. (laughs) I know. Hi, I'm uncultured swine. No, um, you're just not Jewish. And that's I've okay. Where they like put them on the chair and lift them up. That's usually in the movies with Ba and Bat mitzvahs. That's weddings, isn't it? Also with the Ba and Bat mitzvahs. Oh, I don't know enough to comment on this. <laughs> I'll, I'll message our friend and just be like, hey. Did you get hoisted on a chair when you were 12 <laughs> or 13? <laughs> This is very important information and I need a response. Thank you. Please and thank you. So the next we're going to talk about quinceañeras. Hey, I know about those too and the limited knowledge that I have (laughs) of bop mitzvahs. Same page. Okay, just for clarification, Tiffany, having heard of it before doesn't mean knowing about it. Continue. 15, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, see, I know about it. 
So a quinceanera, also referred to as the Fiesta de Quince Años, or Quince, celebrates a Hispanic girl's journey from childhood to maturity. The quinceanera takes place around the girl's 15th birthday and is popular in many Spanish-speaking regions such as Mexico, Puerto Rico, Cuba, and Central and South America. The tradition typically begins with a Catholic mass where the girl renews her baptismal vows and solidifies her commitment to her family and faith. The after party is where the fun really starts. Usually the girls are adorned in like extravagant, gorgeous ball gowns. I'm so jealous of those, by the way. Yes. You're an adult. You can get a ball gown. I'm also a mother and broke. So no, I cannot get a ball gown. Okay. One of those is like a prerequisite. I'm fine. Okay. So there's usually, they usually rent out a venue, provide dancing lessons, accommodations for the girls court, which basically consists of seven complace and the chamberlain d'honneur. Totally fucked that up because I went French, not Spanish. Well, I mean, basically, that's the girls' date, and they hold like a high significance in the ad- events tradition. While the receptions can and do differ significantly, many begin with the girl's formal entry, followed by toast from the girl's parents and then one from the girl herself. And during the quince reception, the girl will often gift a doll to a younger friend or relative, signaling that it is time to leave childhood behind. Aww. That's really sweet. And also, I would probably cry. You don't have to give like one of your dolls. Oh, okay, cool. Then that's fine. I mean, oh you my may. God. I'm not sure exactly what I'm not what giving the... up my dolls. But you don't. I am 32, <laughs> not 33 yet. Thank you very much. But um, I'm 32 and I'm not giving up my dolls. I'm pretty sure there are some cultures that like as a signal of moving on to womanhood, you are required to give up your childhood toys mm-hmm. to those younger than you. Oh, sad. I mean, it's part of their culture, right? I mean, to each their own. But And for- these are also the cultures that don't have like a Walmart around the corner to go buy toys. These are like handmade family heirloom toys that get passed down from generation to generation. So I have things that I am going to pass down to my daughter, but I'm going to hold on to them with my last breath. And then when I'm gone, she can have them. You know, so, the difference in culture. It's, it's fine. fine. So she gives the doll, leaving childhood behind. And there are also multiple father-daughter traditions, including a father-daughter dance and a special tradition in which the father removes his daughter's slipper and replaces them with high-heeled shoes to represent her transformation from girl to woman. Here, I'm taking these comfortable shoes and replacing them with these death traps from hell. Welcome to womanhood. I don't like heels. Can you tell? No. I don't think it. Well, you do. Tiffany I do. Likes heels. She just likes how her butt looks in heels. Yeah. Fair. Valid. And that is accurate. Yes. <laughs> it's not <laughs> I, worth it for me. I also do like the clickety clack. <laughs> Makes you feel powerful. So next we're going to talk about the Amish coming of age tradition. Oh, oh, I don't know what it's called, but I know what it is where they go out and live like a normal life. I'm about to talk about it. <laughs> See, Ashley's smart. She doesn't let us guess ahead of time. Rumspringa. That's it. In Amish tradition, Rumspringa marks the time when a child turns 16 and they are finally able to enjoy unsupervised weekends away from family. While Amish communities adhere to strict rules, Rumspringa is intended to remind the youth that their being in the community and church is voluntary. Though it varies from community to community, Rumspringa offers Amish children the chance to experience worldly pleasures, often for the first time. For some, this means small changes, such as buying more modern street clothes or purchasing a DVD player, though for most, it means indulging in sexual acts and drugs and alcohol. 
The purpose of this period is to allow the Amish youth the opportunity to see and experience the world beyond their culture and upbringing. In this way, returning to community and way of life is entirely their choice. Those who return are baptized and become committed members of the Amish church and community marking the end of Rum Springa. But they have to do so before they turn 26. Oh, I didn't know that it was like a extended time frame. Like it could be an extended time mm-hmm. frame. Cool. So Rum Springa is, I believe, during a designated time. But once they turn 16, they're allowed to go but they have to make the decision to be baptized into the community before they turn 26 good to know that's fascinating so you can't run away for 11 years just 10 okay well so in japan since 1948 the age of maturity has been 20 persons under 20 are not permitted to smoke or drink and until june 2016 people under 20 were not permitted to vote the government plans to lower this age of majority to 18 as of this year but i couldn't find any updates on if it's actually gone into place yet coming of age ceremonies known as shijin shiki are held on the second monday of january at the ceremony, all of the men and women participating are brought into the government building and listen to speakers. It's They said it's similar to like a graduation ceremony. Oh. So they listen to like the elders of the community and they get words of advice on how to like move forward and be a productive member of society. And at the conclusion of the ceremony, government officials present small presents to all of the new adults. And they are like paraded through the streets as like the next generation. That's mm. kind of cool. So Iria ceremony from Nigeria. It is held with girls between 15 and 17. And on the first day, the girls appear in front of their village naked for inspection to ensure they are pure. They are then put into a hut for three weeks and are fed highly fatty foods in order to put on weight and become more quote unquote womanly as large women are seen as attractive and fertile. See that I'm oddly more okay with. I would be fine with being locked in a hut. Yeah, as opposed to the first one, which has no scientific like precedents no not at all second one's fine the girls also have their feet chained to stop them from moving and wasting energy okay that's not that's less okay and it's believed during puberty that the girls develop a relationship with the water spirits so on the last day the girls are taken to the lake to join together and sing the songs they've been taught while in the hut to ward off these spirits they then run into the water with the men of the tribe chasing them And all it said in the article was hitting with sticks. And I don't know if that's hitting the girls with sticks or like hitting the water because they're trying to ensure that the water spirits can't catch the girls. I'm hoping the water. Let's go with the water. So that's kind of what I'm guessing. Once the ritual is complete, the girls are considered to be real women and are treated with the respect that this deserves. As you said before, this isn't our culture. No. So my feelings towards this come from, you know, being an American 32 year old woman. Right. I'm not a fan of this one. That's a thing you have to keep in mind with these traditions. A lot of these are from like smaller tribes and groups in completely different countries. So these are traditions that have been passed on from generation to generation. And a lot of the times they don't really know any better. To to each. Okay. (laughs) So the Inuit coming of age tradition. The boys have traditionally gone out into the wilderness with their fathers between the ages of 11 or 12 to test their hunting skills and acclimate to the harsh Arctic weather. As part of this tradition, a shaman would be called to open the lines of communication between the men and animals. Nowadays, this tradition has been extended to young girls as well as what are known as out camps are established away from the community in order for traditional skills to be passed down and practiced by the young men and women. 
All right. That one I have no issue with. Nope. In Indonesia, the Mentawai tribe have a coming of age ritual in which young girls of the tribe get their teeth sharpened. Oh, fun. Ooh, okay. Clarification, like into points or on edge? Into points. Ooh, I'm into this. Using a chisel, Ooh. no anesthetic, and Ooh. some elbow grease, nope. the young girls go through the ritual as sharp teeth are seen as a sign of beauty. Okay, well, to be fair, it wouldn't be comfortable, but if you're doing it correctly and you don't hit any nerves, yeah, the I don't. Of the teeth wouldn't. Yeah, I don't see that. Not a dentist, but I don't see that causing too much pain. But because anatomy is different. That would suck. Yeah. Like, no, it would not be comfortable. Uh, the picture that I saw, it has them basically like biting down on a piece of bamboo to keep their mouth open. And they're just like. So you might not know this, but is this like an aesthetic thing or is yes. there a purpose? Okay. It is strictly aesthetic because they think that it's a sign of beauty. I mean, that's kind of badass. I, I mean, it kind of seems like it would make you tougher. Like If somebody comes at you and your teeth are sharpened into point. <laughs> back up. <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's exactly also, what that's for like being me i would bite my tongue so hard and that right? would suck mm, right yeah. yeah i bite my cheeks a lot like someone would come after me i'd like hiss and growl at them and, and it would bite like, yourself bite myself and be like it, i don't know it might add to the effect fall. because like if you bite yourself and then blood just starts coming out of your mouth they'd be like, i'm just Whoa. like cursing and like <laughs> bloody spittle is flying everywhere they're yeah. like oh don't mess with the crazy bitch it could work to your f- benefit there so now we're going to talk about Spartans. This is Sparta. When male Spartans turned seven, they were taken away from their families and moved to the Agoge, which was their version of a boarding school, but with military training and extreme hazing. Don't like that. Their training included physical and mental teaching so that they would become fierce and strong warriors. Mm-mm. This lasted for 13 years. No, that's no. a while. They underwent different tests to see if they were becoming strong and self-reliant. Their last test was the most important coming-of-age ritual, the Cryptia. During this year-long test, they had to live by themselves in the wilderness, surviving off the land and killing Helots, the servant class. For this, the teens were not given any weapon or tools, and they were not allowed to be seen for the duration of the test. If a teen passed this test, he would become a full-fledged soldier. He would move to the barracks and would be on active military duty, and he could also marry. Rather, if uh, if the teen failed the test, he would not be able to join the military ranks. Rather, he was shamed and forced to join the servant ranks, which are the people that would be hunted by the next. I don't like that at group. all. Glad this is no longer practice. Because I, <laughs> I would really have thought you issues. were saying, "I'm glad this is no longer Sparta." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, but that was like. Sparta's whole deal, right, was to be a Warrior. military nation. Mm-hmm. So, like, from that cultural aspect, that makes total sense. Oh, for sure. Do I it's agree with just... the whole t- hunting the servants bit? Absolutely not. No. No. But, like, no. I, I understand where they're coming from. Well, and it was almost like part of their training. It was to prove that they could do that in battle if necessary. But also the way I see it is, like, our domino is five and a half. There's no way in hell in a year and a half you would send him off. Uh, Fuck No. For no. the rest of his life, basically, yeah, because he goes off for 13 years to train and then becomes a soul. No, nope, nope. I'm moving away. Goodbye. I'm getting in the horse and we're running away. This isn't Sparta. Goodbye. This is not Sparta. <laughs> so in uh, Tanzania and Kenya, the Maasai tribe have several rites of passage that carry boys into manhood. Boys between the ages of 10 and 20 come together to be initiated as the new warrior class of the tribe, and they are placed in dozens of houses built for the occasion. 
The night before the ceremony, the boys sleep outside in the forest, and at dawn, they return for a day of singing and dancing. They drink a mixture of alcohol, cow's blood, and milk while consuming large portions of meat. How old are they? Uh, between 10 and 20. Okay. After the festivities, they are ready to be circumcised, making the official transformation into a man, warrior, and protector. Circumcised at 10? Ah. <laughs> Similar to other rites of passage, the boys cannot flinch because doing so would shame their families and discount their bravery. Fuck off. I'll flinch if I want. Back off. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Physical <laughs> flinch stuff. Flinch if I won't. Physical stuff gets me. No, it, that seems excruciating. And they're also in a tribe in the middle of nowhere, so you know there's no assistance with that. For the next 10 years, the boys will stay at the warrior camp where they learn various skills. After the ceremony takes place, marking their transition from warrior to senior warrior, they are entitled to marry the woman of their choice. So the Apache have what they call a sunrise ceremony. The Apache tribe has a coming-of-age ceremony that takes place over four days. The sunrise ceremony, or Naes, is reserved for girls who have had their first period. Prior to the actual ritual, girls participate in six months of teaching, and during the four-day ceremony, the girls must abide by certain rules, preventing them to wash or touch their skin or drink from anything other than their drinking tubes. So everything has to be presented to them, and they okay. have, like, it's basically like a straw Okay, they're allowed to drink out of. They must reenact the Apache origin myth, drawing each female participant closer to the first woman, known as the white-painted woman, changing woman. And the article I read said, or simply, but I have no idea how to pronounce this word. <laughs> okay. But it's E-S-D-Z-A-N-A-D-E-H-E. Changing woman. Yes. Why couldn't it be or simply changing woman? Um, in doing so, they obtain her power during this special time. The ceremony includes dancing for hours, running, chanting, praying, and having a paint, which is a mixture of clay and cornmeal. I saw somewhere they use like pollen and natural items that cover her face and any exposed skin during the duration of the ceremony. At the end, she blesses and heals fellow members of her tribe. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. See how there was no violence involved? There's no violence? I like that. So similar in Ghana, the Krobo group introduces women to adulthood with a two-day depot ceremony. Young women who are all virgins get paraded around the community as depot-yi or initiates. They are given a ritual bath, they eat sugar cane, drink a cocktail, which is made of uh, millet beer, palm wine, and schnapps, and their feet are washed with slaughtered goat's blood. <laughs> Tiffany just made a face of disgust and looked at her feet, like, I just... imagining that warm, oh, gooey liquid in between your toes. it's kind of, like, congealed, like jelly. Uh, it is blood. Mm-hmm. Mm -mm. That's what it does. No, thanks. I am not, what's her name, that bathed in blood. Mary, uh... Be, oh, uh, yeah. Um, after these practices, the women leave their village and live in confinement for a week where they are taught about childbirth, cooking, housekeeping, and what they consider makes a good wife. Then they return to the community and perform the Klama dance when they are half-closed and adorned with local beads and body paint. And that pushes them into womanhood. All right. I'm not down for the whole blood thing. No, but I'm sure there's uh, religious ties to it. Because like yeah. washing of the feet is a very significant thing in 
a lot of religions. I'm not sure why the slaughtered goat's blood. That's Maybe fine. it's like a sacrifice okay. kind of thing. Well, I am down for being, you know, I'm down for having the, like, I don't want to say vacation. Just chilling with your buddies, having a good, like, relaxation, <laughs> coming to my age time. It'll be fine. And learn how to be a good wife. I am an amazing wife. I could teach classes on it. Just don't ask my husband his opinion. <laughs> you sound like Buck. When he's trying to get away with something, he's like, you don't have to ask her. Yeah. I already told you. Yeah. Dude, my child's three and pulled that for the first time. I was like, what'd your dad say? He said I can. Okay, I'm going to go check. No, no, You no, don't no, have no. to. I already oh. talked to him. It's fine. So in the Pentecostal islands in... Like Pentecostal church yes pentecost isle okay the nagholl vanatu tribe has a death-defying coming of age ritual oh i don't think i'm gonna like this one this leap of faith is made by a boy who is strapped on one leg to a vine while they dangle over a makeshift wooden platform that can reach up to a hundred feet at first try the mother will accompany the boy with one item from his childhood once he is ready to jump, the mother shall throw it away in hopes that the vine will be long enough to stop mere millimeters above the ground. Touching the ground means a good harvest. Dying means a great harvest. Ah, wait. No. You either become a man or your family gets fed. Ah. What? That's the tradition. Rebecca, let's not do that one. Why are you asking me for permission not to do something? You do not have to do anything. I know. I don't like that one. These... This one is not nice. Oh, no. Rebecca, what am I supposed to do about this? So, Papua New Guinea. In the highlands of Papua New Guinea, the Matasu tribesmen believe that in order for timid boys to become brave men and attract women, they have to expel the contaminated female blood that they got from their mother during childbirth. (gasps) What? In order to do that, they undergo a bloodletting ritual that involves shoving canes down their throats. Sharp reeds up their noses and plunging arrows repeatedly into their tongues. There's a more efficient way to do that, guys. Oh, no. Um, And the boys of the Etero tribe of Papua New Guinea are known for their ritual acts that include drinking their elder sperm to initiate adulthood. They believe this is a real way to achieve strength and courage to consume the semen of an elder. Uh, I don't mean in disrespect. That is so fucking unhygienic. Extremely. Um, I will say. That is not safe. The Atero tribe is very, very small and very, very secluded. And they are probably hundreds and hundreds of years behind where a lot of people are. Um, But they think that because the elders of the tribe are these strong, powerful men, that if they share that with the upcoming of age, then... I'm a bad person because my first two thoughts were coming of age. And I tried so hard to use decent words. Um, And my next thought was that shit like jellifies and congeals. Ah! No, I don't like it. Shut up. I'm sorry. Last one. Last one. (laughs) How many bodily fluids are involved? Um, Just one ish. (laughs) What do you mean just one-ish? I think it's just one. So the Satare Mawe are an indigenous tribe located in the Brazilian Amazon. 
Young boys belonging to the tribe mark their coming of age when they turn 13. The tradition goes they search for the jungle for bullet ants. Yants! <laughs> I was waiting for the ants when I've I've heard of this. Yants! It is not pleasant. Rebecca <laughs> was so excited. Tell me about the ant mittens. Please continue. (laughs) They search the jungle for bullet ants, which are sedated by a leader of the tribe who submerges them in a herbal solution. The ants are then weaved into gloves with the stingers pointed inwards. An hour or so later, the ants wake up. Yes. I mean, if I was, you know, drugged and then sewn into a piece of clothing, I would also bite people. Yes. I mean... I was drugged once and woke up in my own bed with my boyfriend, who is now my husband, and I was still pissed. Whoa. I can't imagine waking up yeah. in a... Yeah, guys, watch your drinks at bars. It's real easy to get roofied. But and don't go to a bar by yourself, ever. I was with you and your sister. And I husbands. know, but had you not been, you wouldn't oh, have yeah. woken up in the bed with your boyfriend. Valid. But um, I woke up like that pissed off. I can't imagine waking up from being drugged and being like sewn into something and I would start biting and punching it. <laughs> Hitting a little punchy ant. So the young boys take 10 minute turns wearing the bullet ant gloves on their hands. Though the pain takes hold of them immediately, few, if any, of the young boys cry out. According to the tribe members, the painful initiation is good preparation for life and proves that each boy will be able to fulfill the duties of manhood. Each boy becomes a man by wearing the gloves 20 times over the course of the next months. Um, as manhood in this sense is understood as withstanding pain without crying or showing weakness. I mean, there's something to that, although it's kind of twisted psychologically. You know, later in life, you're like, well, this isn't as bad as his bullet ants. Let's go. Fair. And also, you're going to have to face things in life that suck and you're just going to have to power through them. I'm not saying you can't cry about it, but like... I was about to say, but also... <laughs> it's not as bad as the ants. <laughs> manhood... Not showing weakness does not equate to manhood. Correct. Agreed. Like, let's just make sure we put that disclaimer out there. Oh, yeah. No. But this, of all the things we've read, not one of the worst. So the sting of a bullet ant tops the SSPI scale, which is the Schmidt Sting Pain Index. Oh, I may take back what I said. It rates the pain caused by different stings. And the bullet ant is considered 30 times more painful than a bee sting. Hmm. And many say the pain is similar to being shot. (gasps) Okay, I'm not into this one as much anymore. (laughs) Again, I survived the ants. This is fine, right? Yeah. Um, So aside from the pain, the venom can also cause paralysis and the shakes, and it will take a full 24 hours for the toxins to dissipate. Oh, so that's why they only do it 20 times per month. Well, they do it 20 er, times total yeah. over the course of a few months. They only wear them for 10 minutes at a time. Uh, and I have some pictures of these gloves. They are so cool because they're like woven because mm-hmm. obviously they don't have actual gloves. These are like indigenous tribes people. They're really cool looking until you look in and you're like, there's are ants. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I kind of want to see these now. I will share some pictures, but yeah. So those were just a couple of the coming of age rituals that I could find that weren't totally cuckoo bananas because some of them like. Mm. So I'm good with my sweet 16 I had. <laughs> <laughs> Pool party and funfetti cake. That is that's, that's all the I ritual needed. you're good for. Yeah. No, that's all. And I then need. getting blackout drunk on your 21st birthday. Yeah. 
Yeah, that even, I'm fine. I mean, I had a lovely 21st birthday. It's fine. So, yeah, I'm good with all of that. I respect, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Bravo. Thank Becca, you. how you feeling? The ant one is kind of cool. I know. It sounds awful. I, I'm not jealous of them. Like, because bullet ants are not nice creatures. No. I just, the fact that they live in a place where they could just casually go out and collect enough. That's like us just casually sticking our hands into fire ant beds to be initiated into adulthood. No. Exactly. I'm too stubborn to be in one of these like religious or spiritual things because I'd be like, how about let's not? I can still become a woman without doing any of these things unless you want me to hide away in a hut and you can feed me for a couple weeks then maybe maybe it's and then i can go frolic there. in the lake i'm good with my sweet 16 but thank you ever so much <laughs> Pool and party I and fun petty cake i never heard back from um our friend about being hoisted in chairs so that'll be a later follow-up okay <laughs> we appreciate the effort absolutely well on that note remember friends everyone has something that they find odd let us tell you why but they're why? not. Why? Everyone has something that they find odd. Let us tell you why it's not. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you have any questionable topics you'd like us to discuss, you can share them with us on any of our social medias. So just search for The Ladies of Strange. You'll find us. You can also follow the link to our Discord and talk to us there. Or you can email them to us at ladiesofstrange at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you think we're doing a great job and want to support the show, please tell your friends about us. Or subscribe, rate, and review. Or both. All three, all four. How many was subscribe, rate, review, friends? Four, all four, and come play on Discord. All five. <laughs> Keep it strange, lovelies. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs>